from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great pleasure to be with you. So the disaster at the border continues. We haven't figured out Title 42. The Supreme Court has given it a little bit of staying power, I guess. That might work through February or some such thing. But lo and behold, two years later, after almost three million have come across illegally, catch and release, I call it, Joe Biden, unlike his vice president, who's in charge of the border, supposedly, Mr. Biden is going down there. I guess it's on his way to Mexico. So is he going to talk to border agents and get the full story? Is he going to have a press conference in the... El Paso Motel 6. I don't know. I don't understand it. Chad Wolf is a former secretary for the Department of Homeland Security and formerly America First Executive Director for Homeland Security and Immigration. He does know a lot about it. Chad, welcome. Thank you for your time on a Saturday. So what is what does Biden think he's going to do here? Is there a policy change that is substantial or what? Well, thanks for having me on, Larry. No, to answer your question, there's not really a policy change. You know, you heard the president outline a couple of different initiatives, which I'm happy to go into, but they all are just about processing more and more individuals into the country, which is the wrong approach. Obviously, he's on his way down to Mexico, Mexico City, for a trilateral discussion. And I guess the White House, in in their infinite wisdom, said, hey, let's stop off at the border. So that's what they're doing. They're going to El Paso. It's the same location that Vice President Harris visited. We'll see if the president actually goes to those overcrowded facilities and talks to the men and women of the Border Patrol, because if he does and those agents are allowed to actually speak their mind, what they're going to deliver to him is not going to be pleasant. They're going to talk about a crisis and a bordering crisis for the past two years where there's no end in sight. And the the two or three things that the president mentioned today or sorry, this week are not going to help. Um, you're going to continue to see these numbers increase and be out of control. Look at, I, you know, recall our work in the Trump administration, things like catch and deport, remain in Mexico, build the wall. And on the other side, there are positive reforms uh, for legal immigration, which I like. uh, But Biden, it seems to me, continues to favor illegal immigration. I mean, it's basically amnesty and asylum. And in this stupid uh, omnibus bill, um, they had funds for immigration, but it was funds for the illegals who had already crossed the border. It wasn't that funds for, you know, stepping up law enforcement or, you know, putting another 100,000 agents along the border, which is probably something they ought to do. I mean, you know, Chad, I, I do. That's why I say I do not understand his policies completely incoherent. Well, you're exactly right. And uh, this is what we've been talking about for two years, Larry, that they don't want to solve the the crisis. They want to manage it. And you're exactly right. In this omnibus bill, they actually put that in black and white. They actually said that, that the money's in that omnibus bill, $2 billion, that's with a B, $2 billion was given to DHS, not for border security, but simply to manage and process more and more of these illegal aliens into the country. It's the wrong solution. And it's why you continue to see these these astronomically high illegal apprehension numbers coming across the border every single month. It's sort of like if you build it, they will come. Mm. If you build a system that just processes more people quickly, more and more will come. And I'm not really sure why the Biden administration hasn't understand that fundamental 
fact. <laughs> You've got to deter the illegal behavior. And until you put policy and plans in place to do just that, this isn't going mm-hmm. to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the message is out. And I don't think the message of building they will come has changed. I mean, it would be nice, Chad, I, I guess, if he went to the border itself with some uh, agents and heard their story. Not a photo op, but, you know, talk to them and see what's missing from him. I mean, look, again, I want to I want to spend a moment or two before I lose you on what can be done to reform the system and bring in legal immigrants, which this country has a 250 year tradition. But but but, but before we get to that part, it's protecting the border and the sovereignty is a separate question. I mean, it's a it's a it's a policing question. It's a it's a legal question. As I say, it's a sovereignty question. I don't think Biden ever got that. Well, you're 100 percent correct. And I think that's reflective in his strategy. And that's reflective of what he outlined as earlier as this week. He's talking about a parole program that's just paroling more and more individuals into the country. He's talking about uh an app, a CVP app, where mm. more and more of these individuals can apply for asylum. Mm. And so there's nothing there inside his strategy that actually talks about deterring the illegal behavior. He, he did mention Title 42, and so let's just spend a moment on that. This is a program where he doesn't like Title 42. They're in front of the Supreme Court advocating to end Title 42. So if your strategy is to rely on Title 42 for uh, additional populations, Haitians, Nicaraguans, and Cubans, but yet you're in front of the Supreme Court hoping that it goes away, well, then what's the strategy after that? Hmm. There is no strategy. You go into Title Eight, you move everyone into Title Eight, and right now, by DHS's own numbers, everyone that they put into Title Eight is is released into American communities. Sure. They are sure. removing very few individuals. Yep. So, yep. You know, uh, Chad Wolf, I last week on this uh, show, I had uh, Bob Redfield, Dr. Robert Redfield, who was uh, Trump administration CDC director. He makes a very good point. He wrote an op-ed piece about this. Regarding Title 42, it is broader than COVID. Title 42, I mean, here, let me rephrase. Illegal immigration is a public health problem, you know, period, full stop. It isn't just about COVID. It can be about viruses, influenzas, God knows. Uh, We have no way of testing, no way of examining these people coming in. Therefore, Title 42 should be extended or even made permanent because illegal immigration is a gigantic public health problem. And that you could add on to that, of course, the drug trafficking and the sex trafficking. I get that. But just physical being sick, Chad, we we have no way of assessing that. You know, we have no way of examining those people. And so the public health issue will go on, you know, long after COVID. Well, that's correct. And Border Patrol agents have have been on the forefront, Larry, for that for years. They've been they encounter all site, all types of communicable diseases Hmm. uh, and the like. And that's even before COVID along that border. Obviously, COVID took it to a different level, uh, which is why Title 42 was in place. But 
just to go back to tell you how disjointed the Biden administration is, for two years now, they said COVID or Title 42 is a public health uh, authority, that they only use Title 42 for public health reasons. But yet, after two years of being in the COVID, quote, crisis, they are now expanding Title 42 to new populations that they've never used before, even though the president's on record as saying that the crisis, COVID is over. So it's clear that they're using Title 42, which they don't like, as an immigration tool, which they said they would never do. And so I think it just it's it's descriptive of the incoherent nature of their strategy. Mm. I don't I think it shifts from day to day. And that's very dangerous when you're talking about the border. You need a sustained strategy that can be uh, worked at and improved upon month after month after month. Chad Wolf, let me just uh, in the remaining time. uh if you want to deal with immigration, uh, we had the Trump administration working with members of Congress. In fact, I'm looking at a one-pager from Senator Tom Cotton and former Senator David Perdue, Reforming America Immigration for a Strong Economy Act. That's the RAISE Act, uh, a bill to raise working wages and boost American competitiveness. But, you know, there's stuff we can do. We're not saying not no immigrants. We're not saying we hate immigrants. We're saying there's a difference between illegal and legal immigrants. Now, this skills-based point system uh, used in places like Canada and Australia, they're a lot like us, uh, the system would prioritize those immigrants who are best positioned to succeed in the United States and expand the economy. Applicants earn points based on education English language ability, high-paid job offers, age, record of extraordinary achievement, and entrepreneurial uh, initiative. And by the way, it would also eliminate the diversity visa lottery. I mean, I'd like to see more talk about it. What's wrong with that as an alternative to this, you know, crazy system now? What's wrong? No one ever wants to talk about that. Yeah, you're you're right. I mean, there's the illegal part, which we've been focused on here for a couple of years now for obvious reasons. But then there's the legal immigration part. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, that you've got to first secure the border, right? Because there's it there's no incentive for individuals around the world, whether you're talking about Mexicans or Central Americans, to apply for different visa programs, to be vetted, to wait in line, to pay their fees, to do all of that work. If you can simply walk across the border tomorrow, be released by the Biden administration the day after and be in Chicago working uh, a couple of months later. So you've got to secure the border. You've got to be able to push these individuals into these legal pathways. And if you do that, then you've got to look at reforming those legal pathways. And you're exactly right, Larry. You know, we issue over a million green cards issued every single year, but it's only about 7% of those green cards are actually awarded based on skills. Mm. Um, so skills, education, working age uh, should all be factored in. Uh, this family-based immigration um, that you can follow on family after member after family member after family member or this visa lottery. And by the very nature of a lottery, it's luck of the draw. Uh, it's not based on the national interest, certainly not based on skill sets or anything else. So I think we've got to fundamentally relook at how we look at our legal immigration pathways. And that's both at the high-skilled uh, visa programs, like the H-1B program, and the low-skilled, such as the H-2B, which is the seasonal work visa. Mm. I mean, it, in some sense, the, the, the illegal border problem is separate from 
a merit-based system, but I'm just saying it is useful or might be useful, uh, politically useful, Chad Wolf, to, you know, say to people, okay, we, we got, we got to stop this leakage at the border because it's a sovereign country with boundaries and borders, but we do have ideas to make the whole immigration system better legally in ways that would benefit the United States. I mean, you know, which is a historical legacy. Um, And I kind of want to work on that, you know. Yeah, and so your Trump administration, obviously, Larry, you were there. Uh, We actually did a lot of work on that. We've we've moved some of that work into the America First Policy Institute. So we're writing about these legal pathways and what that reform system should look like. I'm hopeful that we will get the border under control, you know, whether it's now or in two years from now. Mm. And so at some point, we are going to have to have this discussion about the legal pathways. And I think we need to have that discussion based on facts and based on evidence. And uh, certainly that's what we're doing at the America First Policy Institute. And I think, uh, you know, you and Brookie and the the rest, and I am part of that gang. I mean, I think it's good to tie the two together, even though they're separate. The, the border problem is separate from the a potential merit-based system. Chad, I think the messaging is better, a little, little, little softer. I don't, I don't want to take that too far and sound like I'm Nancy Pelosi, but I'm just saying we ha- conservatives are not opposed to, yeah. to legal immigrants, but we, we're doing it, we've done it wrong. We continue to do it wrong, and the kinds of reforms that would help this country uh, are not around. I'm just saying you can – maybe add on to it. Uh, well, I, th- I think you're right, Larry. And I think, you know, I talk to a lot of members of Congress and others, and they talk about the border, but they also talk about the legal pathways. And, and mm. so I think a lot of folks are doing just that. They, they put the two together, um, which isn't wrong. Uh, you've got to have both sides of the, of the coin working, reformed, and updated to match the current situation down on that border. And then certainly what our economy requires from a labor force perspective. Right. So, we need to work on both of them, absolutely. Yeah, terrific stuff. Chad Wolf, former DHS secretary, now with America First on the immigration conundrum. Thank you, Chad. We appreciate it very much. Going to take a quick break. And then I got to talk for a moment with Wayne Cruz. Uh, terrible regular. I mean, the Bidens are regulating this economy uh, to death. That's what they're doing. And we'll talk about a new report that tells all about that. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. 